good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. This is Rihanna from the Speak Your Mind podcast. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing well. So I've got a very special treat for you. This week, we're going to be rolling out the interviews that we had for Mental Health Awareness Week last week. Um, We felt that we wanted to have them on all of our platforms so that way those of you that may want to watch something visual, you can replay the videos on IGTV and our YouTube. Those of you that prefer something more audio, you have the opportunity to listen to it via our Speak Your Mind podcast. So between today and Saturday, you're going to hear a series of our interviews that are being rolled out. So we had them from Monday to Saturday last week. And you're going to hear loads and loads of information from a variety of guests, as well as personal stories around mental health, how mental health has impacted them and their families, um, how to prevent suicide as well, and what signs to look out for, how to support a friend, the importance of reaching out for help, mental health education, how to use your voice to triumph over your trauma and so 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 much more so listen out for all these episodes coming this week in the speak your mind podcast have a great day and happy listening Can you hear me okay? Can you see me okay? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. Good. I'm gonna put my phone on silent because we don't want no disturbances. There we go. Already got messages. <laughs> but yes, how have you been today, lovely? I'm good today. It's been um, like quite a chill day. Um, work sorry my printer just decided to start making some noises because i think it's at the side it happened it happened um <laughs> annoying oh no but it, it it's been a good day um working it was quite sad today actually um i was working with a young boy who's nine and i've been working him for the past like three to four months and it was my last session with him and like at the end of the session like at first he was a bit sharp with me and I was like are you okay and he was like yeah and then I was like all right and then towards the end and I was like okay we're gonna have to thingy like wrap up so you can go back to your session and he just literally started crying he switched off his camera and I was just like and everything in me was like fighting to not say like okay 
I'll I'll see you next week as well because I was actually supposed to close with him last week, but I was just like, oh, I don't know what to do. But oh. yeah, so I wouldn't say that was the highlight of my day, but it really kind of made me kind of smile in a way because it felt like I had some kind of impact on him. Whereas maybe yeah. a few weeks ago, I thought maybe I was just getting on his nerves, but clearly I wasn't. Yeah. So oh, what's that's good i love the although yeah you've made a beautiful situation out of something that you know can some people can find a bit difficult but um yeah well done to you making good impact where you go so yeah Ryan, so, Ryan. we've kind of started the conversation so let's actually introduce you <laughs> okay yeah we, we skipped that bit yes so marissa may from beautiful trauma um we met 2019 i'm just telling the viewers we met 2019 at your event in streatham a year and... ago yesterday yes. oh, two years ago yesterday sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. what year is it <laughs> <laughs> yes so two years ago yesterday i saw the post and it just kind of brought back memories actually so maybe tell the viewers a bit about what you do some of your events and things like that so as they say i'm marissa may um i started my cic called beautiful trauma in 2018 october the 7th to be precise and it was a year to the date that i lost my friend to suicide and prior to that um i didn't really consider suicide as something that happened to and this sounds so bad like it wouldn't happen to anyone i know it wouldn't happen like a friend of a friend or anything like that so it was a bit like it was it was quite shocking um so i thought okay if i felt this way and then any of my friends i told like that had happened to my friend they were kind of like huh like no like that just happens on the tv it's not something that happens in our everyday life so i was like okay if everyone i know is not really familiar with this subject how can i do something to kind of bring that situation to the forefront to say okay this is happening um this is something that is like usually uh sort of like a byproduct of someone going through like someone having mental health issues so i was like okay i've done like i've done like lupus walks i've done the race for life i think twice and i felt like i can't just walk at this point because we're not talking about it so I've been to quite a few like empowerment um, events, like usually like kind of girl bossy events. And I was mm -hmm. like, how can I kind of merge the two? So you've like got the panels, you've got like vendors, you've got um, performances, because obviously it's quite a heavy topic. So yeah. like we put on events and we'll have, as I said, a panel. So we'll have a panel of people that have like lived experiences of mental health. Um, they've come out the other side or they're still going through therapy they're still going through it now but they're in a space where they can share their experience but it's alongside professionals that can kind of hold that information as well so they're not just like sharing the information and it's like thank you bye it's kind of like there's someone active to hold those feelings or they're able to be signposted to a specific place to seek the help or someone in the audience because the first event we had at Brixton Ritzy and honestly I thought no one's really gonna want to talk about this like it was really like I was blagging I felt like I was blagging the whole thing I was like no one's come in 
yeah my friends are gonna buy a ticket my mum's gonna buy a ticket no i said i remember seeing that was the first one that i saw and i was like oh this is actually something i really would like to go to and then when i saw the stretch one i was like yeah i'm going yeah and that was shortly after the first one because like the buzz was there and like the messages afterwards like it literally sold out the well the owner of the ritz at the time she let extra people in like we was pushing back the vendor like tables squashing in chairs from the bar and then i got so much messages of people like saying things like i've got really bad anxiety i came today i felt so safe in that environment i was able to get up and ask a question um people were coming to me how can i help with the next event all like all things so it was so overwhelming and i was like oh my god like people actually want to hear this conversation so it's actually a good thing because we all we all go through things but it's a bit like sometimes we don't know we're going through things like even the lockdown was a big i'd say that was a big awakening for so many people it's like if anyone ever said they didn't have mental health they didn't experience anything that was a time where you questioned everything like the whole thing about being told to stay indoors so even i had friends i think i saw her on the live earlier but i won't shout out her name but like (laughs) she had like a lot of anxiety um at the beginning of the lockdown and it was like some of the stuff on the instagram page that we have was like good techniques for her so when talking to her i could like link back to posts on the page like and say have you thought of doing this have you thought of doing that so it's just that com- it's just having that conversation being ha- being able to have that conversation and that's what i'd say that space was about it's giving people that room to even if they message like i would never say like oh my god like i'm this like mental health professional i'm not but mm. I will guide you to the right place if I can. I will bring mm. the right people in the room to help people access the information that they need or yeah. just just food for thought sometimes. Yeah. And that's what I liked about um, the event as well because even with yesterday's live, yesterday's live was with um, a suicide prevention service and then having you on as well kind of gave a continuation to the story because mm-hmm. With the events that you host um i think people sometimes don't understand the impact that mental health has on the surrounding factors and how those surrounding factors impact the individual i think a lot of the time when there's information about suicide prevention or even just mental health in general um the focus is on what you'll leave behind or the people that are around you that how that it's going to affect them um, but something that I liked about you, like you said, is very much focused on lived experience um, and the professionals as well that can support and guide individuals through that process as well, sharing. So, yeah, well done. Well done. Thank you. Yes, lovely. So, um, tell me a bit about your work that you do as well. So, at the moment, I am a targeted support worker or youth, intervent- youth engagement worker. So, I work with young people between the age of eight and 17 um for a local authority um so a lot of like i saw even a lot of young people during that time like i had mums calling me like my daughter's self-harming can you talk to her and it's Mm. literally like you get that phone call and it's like you have to think of everything you've learned at any kind of training you've gone to yeah and then it's like you're almost like feeling like okay this conversation 
and in a scary way it's kind of make or break because what is that young person's like intentions what 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 are they setting out to do like me talking to them could be them not doing it or you know so it's like you're a bit okay what am I gonna say so even like those situations like it really like it really makes you feel or realize why you're doing this because this is actually happening so whereas maybe two three years ago i was a bit like oh this doesn't happen um you know it doesn't affect me so it was like over my head but now it's kind of like in my day-to-day work and it's it's a lot um you have young people that are self-harming wanting to do things and you're like the conversation you have with them could be the deal breaker the kind of like the toolkit you pull out could be the deal breaker for them so um i'm when i have those situations like i'm so thankful that i've done beautiful trauma and i've got like some of the training that i've got some of it is just um and i think it was said in the live yesterday it is just talking to people because sometimes that person in that in those sports just feels like they're alone and it could be just a simple you all right yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Kind of, you know? It's so, true. I think so, sometimes people um, underestimate the power of, I would say, a layperson. The reason why I say a layperson is because professionals can be so overwhelming and they lose that emotion behind yeah. it, like behind the interaction. So, a layperson, just a general day to day person, you could see someone like on the street. I, I remember seeing someone crying on the street the other day. And I was just like, are you okay? She was like, no, I'm okay, I'm fine, but thank you for stopping. I don't know what impact yeah. that interaction have had with her, but the same thing with what we're saying here, just that, are you okay? Is it, if you're not okay, is what can yeah. I do to help? And really, really impact someone positively in a good way, so. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. And it, it kind of carries you through different walks of like employment as well. Because at one mm. stage I used to work in, um, like major trauma centers so when young people were like shot stabbed or hurt to serious youth violence and they were admitted to like three of the trauma centers in london um i used to work with them and sometimes after those things happening to them they didn't even realize they were they were going through the emotions they were like suffering from like mental health like ptsd and stuff like that and sometimes that label of like oh do you have mental health like no like no no I don't have that they're kind of like it's like back off but then if they're talking to someone that they can kind of relate to as well and they're able to say like oh maybe it's just someone for you to talk to it's not you don't have to put the mental health in the equation then you kind of speak to them about it and then they're a bit more open but I think where mental health has had such like a big taboo around it Mm. where you don't talk about it and I always say like in like my I'd say my culture or my my family it's like Mm. mental health is just like yeah that's like that person or you know it's nothing it's yeah it's he's Mm. sick he's like it's not it's very much downplayed so we don't really see how severe mental health is or how far it can take people if that makes sense yeah i was talking about that on monday as well um just knowing the difference between and the scale from you know acute and small minor uh, mental health issues 
that can lead to severe mental health illnesses um, and knowing the difference between two like even down to being medicated diagnosed kind of stuff as well so people really um educate need to educate themselves on the difference and the spectrum because you could be at any point of that spectrum at any point of your life things can change like that yeah. and yeah like you said the stigma oh i wouldn't expect it to be me or anyone in my yeah. family but i can honestly say i've i've had um people with schizophrenia in my family i myself i've suffered with depression after i had my son so there's a lot of things that you wouldn't expect yeah um but at the same time like you said i was thankful that i'd learned uh, the tools and the techniques and the sources of support knowing how to develop my own self-care uh, regime to make sure that when it got to listen <laughs> self-care is like I'm, i feel like I'm, i might need to get a tattoo to my chest <laughs> yeah like, i feel like i need to get a tattoo to my chest and say it with my chest every day self-care is my care so yes yeah, it's, it's one of these things you just got to literally do it every day it's a maintenance thing as well as a journey um mm-hmm. get that as well there's not a destination it's a journey yeah yeah so uh, have you got anything coming up um for beautiful trauma um i i want for when we can have events again to be able to mm-hmm. have events i mean that, that's the i think that's the like all my friends are that's the passion for me that's the bit of beautiful trauma that's the passion like i can do the page this is my first live so all the time like all through the pandemic like a lot of people have worked with me like just do lives and i'm just like it, it, i'm i'd put too much pressure on myself to do it so yeah. the, the build up when i get there you'll see me doing my own lives but until then mm-mm. but no, um, I get it. I get it. i'm hoping to have events and the aim is to get it um like as in a curriculum in the school so i'm going to trial it in youth clubs so like just maybe like a six week program talking about mental health triggers and different things um different things to look out for because even and i always kind of relate it to work that i've done as well when i mm. used to work in um i used to work in a prison and i was like a resettlement coordinator and we have to ask the people if like the people in the prison if they have any like mental health issues and we found every time we pulled that question up we just had to change it mm. we had to change it so much because the minute we said mental health no mm. no not like no not like mm. all of that it was just like okay but you're telling me everything that is telling me yes mm. you're telling me that you're depressed or you're down and you're like obviously with circumstances you can put it to the circumstance that they're in prison but a lot of the time it's deeper than that so mm-hmm. um we'd always have those questions so when i started working in the trauma center i found a way of asking that question but mm-hmm. skipping mental health like let's not mention mental health because the minute i say that that walls up because even i know when i was younger the like a lot of young boys used to smoke weed, smoke skunk stuff like that and then they used to like hallucinate and then they like often get sectioned. No one would see the middle part. So everyone assumes if I go to the doctors, they're going to section me. Where it's not there's a there's a big bit in between it, but that's the part that they see. But it's I suppose it's that naiveness at that stage because even I said in 2017 when my friend took his life 
I said it never happened mm. or to someone I know but it did mm. when I was about 16 or 17 but I created a story that there's no way he done that because I know him and I know he didn't do that they chased him and he tripped over the wall but okay. that wasn't the case the yeah. coroner said what the coroner said but I yeah. went with that happened so yeah. it's like that kind of showed me like you, you threw it straight at the back like they told yeah. you that happened so I'm like how like 10 odd years later I'm like I've never I've never it's never happened to anyone I know mm. it has yeah it's how you processed it yeah even just down to your own trauma of trying to understand how it happened maybe I don't know if what could have been if you was in a different place I know a lot of people um that do have those types of thoughts and it's like what what more could have been done wasn't your fault you know yeah. um things where understanding how to have these conversations continuously mm-hmm. um, from a young age as well and that's something I'm going to be touching on tomorrow is mental health and children but from a young age normalizing these kind of conversations mm-hmm. exactly what we need and um something that I noticed with your events is um, like you said in the messages everyone felt so relaxed but even just me myself I'm a person I could be quite reserved but I could be very social at mm-hmm. the same time I'm introvert extrovert yeah but, um, <laughs> I felt so relaxed I felt to go up on the stage and share my story yeah that's how it felt and even down to the poetry um I'll be honest I cried I actually yeah. did cry I don't cry in public yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't cry in public <laughs> But yeah, it was, it's not only that it allowed you to get in touch with your own feelings, but it allowed you to appreciate someone else's story and their journey yeah. much more in such an intimate and close space. And it, it really was, and I'm not going to say with the cliche awareness, but it literally opens up your eyes to the different journeys that people can experience and the different outlets that they can use that trauma for as well because again yeah. you had panels, you had dancers you had uh, singers you had poets and again with the whole creative industry I find that linking um, an expression or a form of expression to release that trauma is definitely what is needed um, and what you're going to bring so it's beautiful beautiful amalgam thank yeah. you thank you coming up <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hoping the restrictions work in our favour or the lightening of the restrictions work in our favour because that's the bit I, like even when I posted the video yesterday, I was like, I miss this. <laughs> I was like, I miss it. The connection, the connection. And yeah, speaking about connecting, I know that you are going on a walk soon, aren't you? Um, yeah, so I'll be connecting with nature. And you know what the um, theme for mental health is this um, week? Um yes. I'm literally, as soon as I get off the live, I'm going to jump in my car, go down near my mum's and meet my friend who I saw on the live a minute ago um, to go and have a walk. And like, I think the lockdown especially um, has made me appreciate like just walking, just going. Like the first lockdown, I did quite a bit of walking. Um, That was like, I'd wake up in the morning, I'd go to the park and walk. I think the second lockdown when it hit winter, it was a bit like, okay, we're not going to connect with nature this time. But not so much. But yeah, sorry, my friend, she's still here. I see her. Um, and um, so this time round, like now it's getting a bit warmer. 
even when it's a little bit cold I was still going out for walks because it's like I'm working from home as well so I always say I think I think everyone hates when I say this because I'm like I hate working from home but I don't want to go back to work so, <laughs> so, so like, I can yeah. resonate honestly yeah. so <laughs> So when I'm in sometimes, it's like, okay, all right, I've got a meeting, I've got a meeting, I've got a meeting. Okay, no, I need to go outside and have a walk because I need to separate myself from inside because it is, it does, it definitely has like an impact on your mental health and it's not to throw it around, but it's like the emotions that I feel like we felt during this time is crazy. And I think even from setting up beautiful trauma has made me more aware of my own, like, kind of mental health if yeah, yeah definitely so I'm able to say okay I'm not the journaler so even when I said to one of my friends like when I gave her tips to do I was like yeah journal I was like I can't but journal and she found like she found comfort in that and she was able to do that um yeah. but it's just finding and it's that whole self-care thing it's just finding what's comfortable for you what works mm-hmm. for you sometimes like you can think of self-care and you can think of a bubble bath and you can think of you can think of those things but sometimes it's it is deeper than that it is it is switching off it is it's, it's saying no it's yeah. it's protecting your peace it's there's so many things yes well. <laughs> also, self-care i'd say is also saying yes as well as saying yeah. no well, we would limit ourselves to the beautiful yeah. things of the world because we don't feel that we deserve them. Yeah, so a hundred percent. Yeah, I'm self. Yeah, sorry, go on. No, I'm <laughs> saying it's definitely being mindful of that. I think that's like so important, and I think this journey has had its ups and downs because I'm always the person like I've had like these motivational pages like years ago I used to post things and I'd be like oh my god but I'm not living my life like this motivational page I should delete it and I'm just like no like it, it it's all a journey so sometimes yeah. it's like giving your time giving yourself time because sometimes I even I fall off on the page and I'm mm-hmm. I, and I won't post and I'm like oh my god what are people gonna think and then there was a point where I was like okay what are people going to think but how are you feeling right now so sometimes I have to step back and take the time and post when I can it's it's all good for it to look cute and on point and scheduled but if it's going to mean that I'm going to suffer in the long run I have to think about that too yeah it's true it's very true I'm getting better at that some of my friends kind of give me that kick to be like just leave it don't worry and I'm like but I've got to like no okay your page actually gives me a lot of inspiration as well I'll be honest because um yeah when when I did connect with you I saw all the wealth of information that you had on there all the tips all the tricks all the strategies and I was like oh my god I do that I do that I do that and I was like okay yeah I'm on the right path (laughs) it gets like that Yes, it's true, it's true. Oh, wonderful. Okay, so I know you've, you've got to go for your walk soon, and I'm going to try and round this up. But um, before you do go, can you give the viewers, I know you've given quite a few tips already, but particularly in reference to supporting a friend or family member that's going through a mental health issue breakdown um, or even illness, is there anything that you can um, advise and suggest for those people? I think I would say, like, just talk just talk to someone like 
there's so much beauty in like communicating with someone because like it's like I think I said earlier it's like you say oh how are you I'm hmm. right sometimes if you leave it there you could just say if you feel that something's wrong with the person or something's up with the person you can literally just say like are you sure and then hmm. chances are in that second are you sure you sure <laughs> like that person will just like it will yeah. come out it will something will come out something will give or maybe like i haven't been too good lately or so, like something it's not and i'm not saying that you talking can necessarily cure the problem but mm. that person may have been just holding that in for so long and not being able to speak on it that mm. you giving them that opportunity is again is the deal breaker is you could have saved that person's life because you don't know what they're thinking and it doesn't have to be always that sort of drastic fall but mm. letting someone know that you're there for them to talk to you can talk to them like something's up or and on, on another occasion they might actually come to you straight away and say like this is the problem because they know that you you actually care because how are you is such, it, it's such a basic word it's just like you know like two people walking down the road hi you know each other but you're like hi how are you you right yeah all right yeah all right see you later bye but it's not that no one cares but i'm going to my destination you're going to that destination so i could have even missed you saying i'm not okay but i'm like all right then great bye it, it's so easy to get lost in that line so if you kind of double check if you think something's wrong i'm not saying every person you say how are, how are you to you say it twice yeah but it's just if you feel some something something's up just maybe press it or just let them know that they can talk to you or whatever it might be because that might give that person comfort um yeah. I, I think, think it's important to hold space for people definitely because yeah and so many times you can feel afraid to even ask someone um are you okay and you might even just ignore it you can see that person's even you know going through a breakdown and you may just be like okay they'll sort themselves out they're strong yeah. enough they're okay. um and not actually ask those questions and even if it is just those simple words are you okay um like you said that verbal diarrhea can kind yeah, of yeah it will just split out and my my one thing is i always say like check on the strong friend as well because sometimes they're carrying so much as well and that's not to say to dismiss anyone else but everyone has their vulnerable weak moments everyone has the times where you know yeah they're vulnerable so mm. in just seeing how they are is it doesn't it doesn't hurt it doesn't cost anything it doesn't you know yeah. Yes, I try and do a rotation of my friends. I'm like, okay, I've spoken to you, I've spoken to you. Let me check on you. Yeah, I've not heard like you've from been you quiet. Exactly. I've not heard from you for a little while. Let me check on you. Oh, no, I'm fine. Yeah, and even, even sometimes it's just an exchange of, like, messages. So it could be, like, you might not phone them. You could send them a funny, a funny meme, Voice a me. funny something, a funny, just to spark conversation and say, like, oh, I'm still here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like blanking out that person, but yeah, I always advocate for that as well. Yes, there's so much healing. So, so, so much healing. Uh, well, it's been lovely, Marissa. Thank you so much. My oh. first live! Yes. I think we should post up some, um, some balloons or something. <laughs>
<laughs> and a congratulations <laughs> in your first life. But yes, you've been a pleasure. Um, and yeah, just some amazing gems. Thank you. And keep us posted Will with events and things. And just let everyone know where they can find you. Something you didn't um, mention actually is your boxes. Oh. So we have a range, yes, we do. We've got a range of self-care boxes as well. So it's, um, we are going to be relaunching it as well because I want to change it up a bit because that's the perfectionist in me. Um, so changing it up in the sense that, so you have boxes that encourage sleep, encourage to relax, encourage well-being, encourage like all different things, like almost like a pamper box, but just something everything's in the box from your teas to your bubble bath to your foot mask to your eye mask like everything um we've also got i'm gonna do a cheesy plug because i have got this nearby we've got i said i i don't journal and i i honestly i don't and i mean journal where you write like about your whole day and stuff like that i can't do that but over the lockdown i created like a self-care journal so it's got like different um like affirmations different things to do like a letter write a letter to your younger self daily oh, gratitude oh sorry daily gratitude um thing i think there's like journal prompts which i said i'm gonna do but i haven't done yet so just like journal prompts to try and start me to get into journaling so it's like an introduction into journaling um which i too want to get into so um yeah so we've got like things like that out um but it's just like i say it's just encouraging the whole self-care it's the whole take care of yourself like life is i think it's so precious and you can be here today and you cannot be here tomorrow like i'm sure a lot of people suffer like a lot of loss during this period um and it's just about sometimes finding time for yourself within whatever's happening like and i always say like to my friends who've lost like family members or whatever it might be like give yourself time like switch off your phone if you need to switch off your phone like you have to you have to process it yourself and sometimes you can't take on the world whilst you're doing that so yeah i'm just i'm big on self-care i'm big on self-care yes 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 i'll be getting a journal of yours because yeah i i would say i'm a big journaler but i've probably lost count of how many journals i've got so i need structure yeah <laughs> I need bring structure. it in yeah <laughs> so yes i love it i love it and um i would say take a leaf out of your book and start journaling honestly yeah, I've been i journaling definitely want to try i definitely want to try yes and you put the prompts in there so yeah use one pick one and then go yeah. with it even if you carve out 15 minutes of your day 15 minutes out of a whole 24 hours in your day yeah just write that one prompt out to the fullest that you can and you'll realize that you'll be writing for longer than 15 minutes i guarantee you i'm gonna try i'm gonna try i'm gonna keep you posted i'm yes. definitely gonna try yeah. all right lovely thank you i'll catch you long you enough having me. yes thank you for joining and everyone's join me back tomorrow seven o'clock again i'm not going to tell you who's there you're just gonna have to wait and see okay marissa that. have a lovely walk i'm gonna go for mine as well soon enjoy enjoy <laughs> I might go get right. myself an ice cream. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> All right. Love. Take care. Take care Bye. Bye.